This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Boy, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. So before I get to Curtis, who does a great job at this time every day, gets big ratings, new to one every weekday, big ratings, weekend overnights, and does his best work with me. I did mention this story, and I can tell you Bo Deedle is very upset. Bo's a very good friend of mine. And Jack Morris, who owns the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, he's very upset. Let me give you this story quickly. A small American flag and a small Israel flag was hung over the luxury box in Philly at this Eagles-Cowboys game on Sunday. George Norcross, billionaire insurance man, head of the New Jersey Democrat Party, tough guy. His son actually converted to Judaism, married an Israeli girl who was there. As I said, Jack Morris was there, Pat Chris Christie on this box. So he's got this flag, George Norcross, half American flag, half Israeli flag, and it's hung over the box. The mayor of Philadelphia comes to the box and says to George Norcross, take it down. He told the mayor to F off, you Palestine supporter, also BLM supporter. You've got BLM signs all over the place. Why is that okay? So quickly, here's the statement from George Norcross. He was actually forcibly removed from Lincoln Financial Field. Eagles showing themselves to be real anti-Semites. Here's uh, Norcross's statement. Yesterday, I was forcibly removed and assaulted by the non-police security staff of Lincoln Financial Field and the Eagles for refusing to remove a 3 by 5 American and Israel flag. It hung off the box. I was sitting there. As a longtime passionate fan and season ticket holder, I have watched the Eagles and the NFL make clear and strong statements on numerous important civil justice issues and ethnic and world conflicts, including supporting the people of Ukraine, So as a strong supporter of Israel, a country which was viciously attacked by the terrorist group Hamas less than a month ago, I thought it was an important statement to make. It remains unclear why the Eagles and the NFL believe the U.S.-Israeli flag should be deemed obscene or indecent or otherwise inappropriate, which is what I was cited for and should therefore be ripped down, despite both issuing public statements strongly supporting Israel following the attacks. But as I consider whether to file suit against the Eagles, the NFL and the security company, which yanked me out of the box and paraded me in front of thousands of fans, I urge other supporters of Israel to make their feelings known to the team and the NFL, just as they've done to the universities like Pennsylvania and Harvard. There is no dispute. On October 7th, Hamas murdered innocent Israel civilians, raped women, and butchered children, and continues to hold hostages. I believe Israel has the right to defend itself, just as the United States did following the September 11th attacks, and I remain a proud and vocal defender of the right to do so. Americans have the right to peacefully protest. That does not include the right to threaten people with bodily harm or even death. George Norcross, who's about as tough as a mother effer, according to Deedle Morris and others, as you'll ever meet. A Democrat, mind you, forcibly removed and nothing from the Eagles. Now, I know the NFL supports BLM. I don't care. I just don't care. If you're going to go out there and defend Israel like the Eagles did, what it tells you, Curtis, is Biden's done the same thing and many others. All this pro-Israel rhetoric 
is nonsense. They don't care. So while Ellick is yelling and screaming, I don't want to make this about Justin, but on a serious talk, Justin, I am being serious. I'm being very serious. Until the Eagles make a public apology, what they did to George Norcross, because I take that as a direct slap in my face. I don't care about the football team. Their owner is Jewish. I don't care what the mayor says. He is in Lori's box. Lori owns that stadium, owns that team, owns that box. He could have told the mayor to calm down and get out. He didn't do it. Instead, he allowed Norcross to be forcibly removed for having an Israeli U.S. flag. That is despicable. The Philadelphia Eagles should be embarrassed today. Any dispute, Curtis? None. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. By the way, uh, Justin Ellick, you should take a menorah and impale yourself. You put loyalty over the Philadelphia Eagles with the most violent fans in the NFL. Oh, my God. They stab one another, beat each other. They beat up the visiting team. They don't even get taken to jail. So George Norcross—they actually had a jail in their stadium for years. Yeah, the old stadium, the old yeah. veterans, the old veteran stadium. Remember, they had a jail to book Eagles fans. That's how crazy they are. When they played at Franklin Field years ago, they threw snowballs at Santa Claus with rocks in it. Oh, they cheered when Michael Irvin laid motionless on the turf. Yep. And they're so stupid, they booed their own greatest third baseman ever, Mike Schmidt, and they even booed, as you said, Santa Claus. Exactly. So. Here it is. He puts up a three-by-five American flag next to an Israeli flag. He's got a box. Well, it was a hip and hip. In fact, right, I've right. got uh, my buddy from All Flags, you may remember, about a month ago, dropped off this beautiful wooden American flag. He actually made another one for me, hip American, hip Israeli flag. He's dropping it off at 930 this morning because we love America and we love Israel. Now, uh, who is in his box? Who is in George Norcroft's box? Did you mention that? Chamu. Yes, fat, stupid Chris, Chris Christie, now, let me who, tell you, who, who, by the way, didn't say a word the whole time. Let me tell you something. Chris Christie, when he was running against John Corzine, remember the billionaire from Goldmine Sachs, the chipmunk-looking guy. You mean the guy that Don Imus had to go apologize to? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, because of that Rusk, uh, Rutgers, Rutgers Michigan guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, George Norcross, the big power broker in uh, South New Jersey. You're a Democrat, got to go there. In fact, your favorite gal on TV, Keller Ripper's father, who I met in Camden, that's where George Norcross was born, uh, bus driver for years, union president, county clerk in Camden. When I was in Camden, they asked me, what would you do in Camden? I said, I'd clear everybody out, bring in the F-14 jets, drop napalm, and rebuild the city. He was shocked. Uh, Joe Ripper was shocked. It. But he's been a very good friend, longtime ally of George Norcross. When Shamu uh, Alhefe, Chris Christie, uh, wanted to win New Jersey in a way to bring Democrats and Republicans together to show that I, I could be a bipartisan president, he kissed the ring of George Norcross in the South and Bobby Menendez, that crook in the North who ran oh. Hudson County. This guy's a power broker. 
And he used to be the co-owner of the Philadelphia Inquirer, George Norcross. The actual paper there. Yeah, he lived in Mar-a-Lago for years. Do you, know all about the, you know all about this guy. I know all about him. I had to deal with him. In fact, when uh, they were firebombing our vehicles in North Camden, right underneath the Ben Franklin Bridge, we were surrounded by the drug dealers, I had to run off to Cooper University Hospital, which he runs, which is the only decent thing in Camden, the city, other than the aquarium, and next to that is the jail and the <laughs> minor league stadium, right there by the Delaware River. I know all about Camden. I know all about George you know, The only thing I know about Camden is there was a running back who played for Nebraska. He was on that team with Turner Gill and Irving Fryer, that team that lost to my friend Bernie Kosar and Miami in the national championship game for Tom Osborne. And his name was Mike Rogier, and he won the Heisman. That's right. But instead of going to the NFL. Toronto, right? The Argonauts. He went to the USFL where Doug Flutie and Herschel Walker went. He played for the Pittsburgh Maulers. Then he went to the NFL. He was never any good. He retired a young man with, like, no money. And he was stabbed in the stomach and nearly killed in Camden, New Jersey. Exactly. Dwight Braxton, <laughs> the great light heavyweight, he had a fight with this guy, Scott and Rahway, right? I mean, he was a bruiser. So many great athletes have come out of Camden. Similar situation as you did. When you were born and raised in Camden and you survived that, that used to be where Campbell Soup Company's international headquarters was. You were tougher than tough. So Justin Ellick you got to choose being a Jew and supporting Israel in America or being a Philadelphia Eagle fan, which means you're a supporter of Black Lives Matter. Oh, He's you got to choose. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say a supporter of Black Justin. Lives Matter. Now, you can do whatever you want. So I'm just going to tell you that there'll be no Philadelphia Eagle scores on this show. I don't care. They're 8-1, and one, best record in football. They're an anti-Semitic organization, and they're owned by a Jew, and I can't stand that. But, you know, I, I frequent a certain place by my house. And Justin actually saw the text. So my wife sent me a text, and she said, you know, we can't go there anymore because they're very outspoken BLM supporters. And it turns out that not only are BLM a bunch of crooks who don't care about black people, they couldn't care less, but they're at the very front of the anti-Zionist hate Israel movement. Now figure this out. The leaders of BLM, Black Lives Matter, which is now big, large mansions, they're into real estate now. I mean, it's got to cost millions of dollars so they don't even want to look at your property. They were led by transgenders, bisexuals, trisexuals. If they were to fly that transgender flag or that gay liberation flag in one of these Palestinian rallies, They'd they would chop their heads off. Yeah, much like the uh, the old man, the poor 69-year-old old man that was murdered at a shell station in Ventura, Thousand Oaks, California, on Sunday, murdered for holding an Israeli flag. Not getting a lot of attention, folks, but that did happen. You tell me the last time somebody who was pro-Israel murdered a Palestinian supporter, I don't remember. By the way, I want to take on Noam Laden. He just poo-pooed you about all the elections in New Jersey today. Yes, Jack Manzo told me the Republicans have a good chance. Damn right. Oh, no. Let me tell you something. Noam Laden is an apologist for the Democrats in Hudson County. He's hoping that Steve Fuller becomes the next governor over my dead body so he can be his, uh, you know, his press at that What do you shit? mean an apologist? He's he's one of the most liberal. He hasn't fooled anybody. Known for years. Yeah, but he said, oh, no big thing, you know, no, nobody's running. Hey, there's 80 assembly seats, 40 state senate seats, and the big issue, like it was in Virginia, that brought Glenn Youngkin to victory for governor. Parental 
rights. Murphy is in favor of transgender rights. Oh. If your kid wants to be a transgender and they guide him in that direction, immediately he says, you don't tell the parents. You keep it hush, hush, mush, mush. That's the big issue. I'm telling you, Sid, the Republicans can actually take both houses in Trenton. They haven't done that since 2001. What are you talking about, Noam Layden? Well, let's uh, go I back to... I was at Franklin Lakes campaigning for the Republicans with your guy, my guy, Cittarelli, who's going to oh, become the next governor. That is my guy, uh, Jack Cittarelli. And uh, Phil Sims lives there. Uh, going back to the Justin story, now that both Noam and Justin have taken a beating here from Curtis, the Philadelphia Eagles have made a statement, and they said that uh, Mr. Norcross became physically and verbally abusive. Good. That's why he was ejected. We have not changed our stance. We're shocked what happened in Israel. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, hey, wait, Eagles, wait, was, shove it up your what ass. What was tough guy? Shamuel Hefe, Chris Christie. He didn't say a he word. He didn't have the back of Norcross. Not a word. He's sitting in his box. He's eating his food. You know, he probably ate all the buffet. Oh, sure, all of course he did. of George Norcross. He's not, not by the way, he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Exactly. He was a guest of Jerry Jones, not the Eagles. Oh, my God. Well, we got to get to these. Uh, the, no more Eagles scores on this show. Nothing with the nothing, Eagles, nothing. Justin. I'm please, sorry. Please, please. Uh, if they play in the Super Bowl, we'll have that conversation. But leading up to that, I don't want any Eagle mentions now, on the show. Can I ask you one thing? Because you remember your friend, Who's that? Uh, who knows nothing about football, Eric Adams. Remember how he <laughs> yeah. went down to uh, the sidelines of Lincoln Financial Field? Eagle giant playoff right, game. Right. Well, he's tight with uh, the uh, Saquon Barkley, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's going to get him a long way <laughs> here, right? Let me ask you a question. Uh, have you heard from him lately? Has he texted you? Because he now has burner phones. So uh, has he given you his new uh, number to call on the burner phones, figuring that the FBI will not be monitoring it? Well, it's funny you say that before we get to the city council races, because there is a big story on Politico this morning that says that Eric Adams right now is no longer concerned with the migrant crisis nope, not here in New York. Right now he's worried about his own hide after Sugg's house was raided in Brooklyn by the FBI last week. Now, he still went to that church on Sunday. He went to the marathon on Sunday. So he has been out yeah, and about. Yeah, but he hasn't been texting you. And no, maybe no, it's no. because he's got burner phones now, <laughs> Sid. See, you're not one of the few selected. Uh, who would be on his burner well, phone contact that? list? Besides Eleonora Sarugo, who else? Oh, man, let, let, let me just say, let me not go too far. Don't go too just, far. Let's just say I, I know where you're going to go. I'm in consultations with <laughs> yeah. individuals who are a heartbeat away from taking oh, well, well, Eric well, well, Adams that's down. Fine. We'll, we'll get By to, the way, have you, has, he invited, you, has yeah. he invited you to a shredding party like Ali North was <laughs> shredding <laughs> documents during Iran-Contra with Fawn Hall? Come on, help him shred the documents. We will you get, claim you're a friend. I am a friend. We'll get back to Eric Adams tomorrow, I promise. Ask him for his burner phone number, Sid. Fine. Clearly you think that he's going to go down with this. Most guys I speak to don't think that's going to be oh, the case. Oh, no, of course. He knows nothing about nothing, right? He's Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing. <laughs> I see nothing. He's not going to the White House, Sid. He's going to the big house in chains and shackles, either Otisville or Fort Dix for political corruption. Uh, we'll see. We'll get back to Adams tomorrow. But again, today is election day. And please get his burner phone number, please. I'll get it today, I promise. 51 city council seats. Now, you, you put my name on it. Thank you very much. But you're the guy that really picked out 12 major endorsements. And I keep hearing about, uh, I want everybody to vote, all the PSAs. If you're Democrat, go vote. No, if you're Democrat and you plan on voting Democrat, do New York a favor. Don't vote. Don't listen to any of the PSAs. Do not vote. Don't vote. Because as far as I can see, 
of these 12 races, which you've deemed, Curtis, the most important, and you know local politics better than anybody, you have not picked one, not one Democrat that you want to win that race. So you tell me, outside of Bob Holden, who that common-sense Democrat is and why anybody in New York, if they care about this city, if they care about this state, if they care about this country, why any decent person would ever vote for any Democrat ever again. Shame, shame on you. Are you a proud Jew? Are you a Zionist? Every Jew at 22. Are you, is that you said? I guess. Uh, let me tell you the other common sense Democrat that has not been mentioned. Not by Frank Morano. Oh, I know everything about the election. You know nothing, Frank, you mama Luke. Just shut up out there in Staten Island. Calman Yeager. Who's one of your peeps? He's fine. Where's the Yamaki? He's the Democrat. I know, I know, Common. Okay, Yeager. so how come he never gets mentioned? Because he's Jewish. Uh, exactly. And he won't be invited to a Philadelphia have, Eagle anytime soon. You won't soon. even acknowledge your own Jew. <laughs> no, you're right. He's a second one. You got two what, people. What, are you going to get him a pretzel with mustard <laughs> on it now? <laughs> no, get him Eagle tickets against Dallas. That uh, could go with Justin. <laughs> give me the ones, though, that you're, uh, you're really endorsing well, today. Well, first off, we got to talk about the fact that I was going to vote this morning before coming here, schlepping to WABC. So as I sent you the documentary evidence, because people are saying, where's the evidence, Sliwa? Right in front of the old Brandeis High School, where I always vote. Remember, they kicked me out during the mayoral vote. They wouldn't let me come in with my little kitty cat. They delayed my vote for an hour. So I've been voting there with Nancy regularly. So at 6.05, I said, nobody's going to be there except everybody who's a feather-bedded job, you know, a no-show job. They're going to be sitting there, the old Altacacas, you know, drooling there for the Board of Elections. I go there. All the doors are locked. On the ground, they have, you know, all the signs that say, go this way, walk this way. I'm thinking Stephen Tyler, Aerosmith, walk this way. I walk this way. I walk that way. Signs on the school, asbestos abatement. You think you're going to get anybody when you eventually open up Board of Elections to go in there? These old Dr. Cockers who have shields on, <laughs> double masks, they're wearing Depends diapers on. You think they're going to vote in a building where there are big signs with uh, skull and crossbones, no, no, asbestos no, no. abatement? No, never. The doors were locked. 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 You can't vote there. You couldn't find oh an individual. God. All I saw is a little mouse scurrying around on the floor. <laughs> Nobody. Oh and I was going to vote for, remember, you had her in here with her daughter, uh, Diane DeStasio, against uh, Yale Brewer, who's never had another job in her life. I can't stand uh, Gail Brewer. I'm going to be honest with you. Diane and her uh, daughter, Rochelle, who I guess was uh, Miss New York, I didn't do herself any favors when she was in the studio. She seemed a bit nervous, a bit confused. I'm being honest. Now, of course, I would vote for Diane because she's a Republican, and I hate Gail. Excuse me. She was here with the number one (laughs) talk radio host in the nation. Does she have a a chance of winning all kidding aside? In this election, only 85,000 people showed up early voting. Anybody can win. The, The voting has been so dismal. You know what the answer is to this? Yes. When you want to bet, right, you go on your phone, FanDuel, right? Millions, hundreds of millions of dollars exchange. People do stock deals on the phone from all over the world, right? Correct, yes. Billions, trillions of dollars every day. How come we can't vote on the phone? Why can't we do what modern society does on its phone every freaking day? I guess they're worried about um, some type of virus where Excuse you can me. rig it. Or do you think people are trying to steal your money? You think they're more? No, more, you're right. You're right. Yet, yet people trust phone on the phone to switch billions of dollars of wealth. Uh, you're right. But why can't we just go back? Do you have to show up at a, at a place and vote with a piece of paper? 
How about how about instead of an arcane way of voting, you just let people do it on their phone? Okay. I mean, like they do everything else in like, their life. Right. They bank on, on the phone, phone, the millions and millions of dollars. Look, you're you right. Into you're an right. A- you go into an ATM machine, right? You transfer wealth on an ATM machine. We've seen all the ways they can try to steal your information on an ATM machine. You could create a secured way so that people can vote on their cell phone. And if they don't have a cell phone, they could go into an ATM vestibule and vote there. <laughs> I like it. I like what I'm hearing. Do away with the Board of Elections. Arcane, you know in other states where you were from in Florida, to run for office, you could have $100 or 100 signatures. In a place like New York, so arcane, they check your signatures. Did you did you dot it? Did you cross it? The angle to the dangle. It's all meant to preserve these deadbeat jobs. We spend close to $200 million and what? Only 85,000 people voted so far? That's and it, hey, 85,000. Would you open up my freaking <laughs> polling location <laughs> so I can vote at the old Brandeis High School? Asbestos abatement. How ridiculous. And by the way, you got to help your friend. He's in trouble, Sid Rosenberg. Hopefully you're not a fair weather friend to Eric Adams because he hasn't called you on his burner phones and you haven't showed up for his shredding party. Hey, shred, 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 quick, Eric Adams, before you end up going to the big house in chains and shackles. So I'm the mayor and wait. Why don't you just leave now? And I'll deal with the migrant problem. Pack up your bags. Get on the buses. We're shipping you to D.C. to your Papa Chula Joe Biden. He created this mess. Let him deal with this mess. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.